What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Welcome back, everybody, to After Hour Tea. Today, I'm going to be starting with Beverly Hills. So, Crystal has responded to Sutton's issued apology on Instagram after the two engaged in a heated fight on the second episode of Beverly Hills. Crystal shared her opinion. This started on the second episode of Beverly Hills, where Crystal shared her opinion on Kyle and Garcelle discussing their past issues and racial stereotyping. Um, so if you don't remember, Crystal had said during the episode, and this is a quote, as someone who's not white, when it hits you from stereotypes, it can be so painful that you can't see anything else. Um, just so you know, Crystal is the first Asian American housewife on Beverly Hills, and she tried to basically elaborate about her own experiences with her friends, but then she was interrupted by Sutton, who said, do you want to talk about when I see dumbass rednecks on the TV and that's supposed to be me? And I also have a stereotype, but I don't want to bring it up. So the two ended up arguing about their points of view, about confronting stereotypes, when Crystal responded to Sutton's insane comment asking, are you one of those people who don't see color? Tell me that you're not that girl. And then Sutton said, are you serious with me? Are you serious with me right now? And then that was a continuation for the next episode. So the following day, Sutton issued a a public apology to Crystal via her social media pages And it read, despite Crystal and my strained relationship at the time, it was disrespectful to interrupt her and not listen to her express her truth. My life is blessed by the diversity of my relationships, and I'm committed to become a better listener to understand the painful realities experienced by people of color. I am sorry. I will do better and be better. Which I think is a pretty nice apology. So Crystal has responded by saying... Sorry, I'm pulling it up. Thank you, Sutton. Your apology means a lot to me, and I'm sure it means a lot to many others with similar life ex- similar life experiences. Asian Americans are often expected not to share their own opinions, but despite this stereotype, I believe that everyone deserves to be heard. I consciously rewired myself to be outspoken and share my feelings whenever possible, and I encourage my children to do the same. Now that my platform has grown, I feel I have a duty to speak up for others who don't yet feel safe using their own voices. Listening to one another and validating our different experiences and perspectives are how we will grow as individuals and as a society. Thank you for that commitment, Sutton. And there you have it, folks. So that beef is squashed, hopefully, for now. (laughs) So moving on from that, I do have an interview that Kathy did with Access Hollywood. We love Kathy. <laughs> Where she recalls the moment that she stopped watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She said, this is a quote from her, I don't watch the show. I did up until the big limo fight. That was it for me. And if you don't know what she's referring to, so if you recall, Kim and Kyle's relationship hit a low point during their limo fight at the season one finale of Beverly Hills. And at the time, Kim, who was no longer sober, accused Kyle and her husband Mauricio of stealing her goddamn house. <laughs> So Kim entered rehab for a week for a week following the infamous fight, and the two are obviously now in a better place. Um, and Kathy revealed that her sister Kim actually convinced her to join season 11 of Beverly Hills. She explained that Kim was the first person she called when, when joined the series, and she recounted what advice the former child actress gave her, saying, Yes, I think you should do it, just don't lose your temper. And a quote from uh, Kathy is, We went back and forth for this 11th season many, many, many times. It was touch and go for about three months. And then finally, I thought this is a great opportunity to spend time with Kyle. 
She continued by saying, I'm sure most of you that watch the show know that we had a rough road for many years, so we had started to spend more time together. I was just really excited to be able to be with her, and I'm just really happy that I did it. So according to Kathy, the, um, Beverly Hills actually brought her and Kyle closer, which I'm really happy about. So for years, they obviously didn't really have that much of a relationship, and it was a factor of many different things. But it's really nice to see Kyle and Kathy in a great place, and also just... You know, we love Kathy. She brings such a great energy to the show, and she's, you know, fucking hilarious. So it's just kind of nice to see them together. And I don't know, I'm really enjoying it. And I think the fans are enjoying it as well. So that's actually all I have for Beverly Hills. So I'm going to move over to New Jersey, where I talked about last week this drama going on with the Manzo family. Um, if you recall, Dina and her daughter Lexi spoke out and slammed Caroline Manzo after learning that she showed support for Tommy, who she described as a kind-hearted and caring person in a letter read at a pre-trial detention hearing. Tommy was released from jail during the hearing as he awaits trial in the home invasion case. So, I don't need to get into all the details of the Instagram feud and everything that was going on because you can just listen to my podcast from last week. So basically a few days later, Albie Manzo, the eldest son of Caroline, came to um, his mother's defense and slammed his aunt Dina in the comment section of his recent Instagram post. So the post read, oh, and real quick before anyone gets excited that someone with the last name Manzo posted something. So this is your clown ass chance to leave baseless comments like you think you know something. I haven't been silent. I've been busy, but I've had just enough about <laughs> I've had just enough of this bullshit and you'll be hearing from me soon don't you worry he also added in the meantime mama bear you're the strongest woman I know I love and admire you more than you will ever understand so Dina actually clapped back and slammed Albie after he teases on discussing family drama on his podcast via the comment section of the Instagram post Dina said oh shocking going to speak about it on his podcast for the downloads I roll emoji. Unfortunately, this will be just a storyline to profit from. What a shame. I mean, T, but like, yeah, I, I kind of feel, I kind of feel like that's what it seems like. It, it looks really bad. So I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping for Caroline's sake that it's, it's not that bad, but I, it's kind of looking pretty bad just because I don't understand why they would defend Tommy after what he did or allegedly did. I mean, they should stick by, I, if that was my family, I, uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to put yourself. I mean, if I was to be in that family, I don't really know exactly what I would do, but it just really looks messy from this side. <laughs> well, moving on from that, I don't know exactly where this was pulled from. I think I just saw it on Instagram and I don't know if this is a official interview or whatever, but Melissa Gorga revealed that she wants to see Caroline Manzo back on Housewives of New Jersey. She said, I always just say that the only one I'd like to see return if I had to pick somebody would be Caroline Manzo. I just really loved her and her family. I just thought they were funny and they were great. And Caroline's like a voice of reason. I always loved the Manzos. Uh, which is just, I mean, interesting because of all this stuff going on. I don't really know what the timing is on that because I know Teresa is very close with Dina. So, um, anyways, Melissa obviously isn't the only cast member to admit that she would like to see um, Caroline return to New Jersey. Jackie and Margaret have previously shared that they want Caroline back on New Jersey. If you're asking me my opinion, I think maybe seeing Caroline on as a friend wouldn't be necessarily a bad idea. 
it's just I don't know about her in this group I don't know I don't want to say she's because it's kind of rude to say that she's too old but in a way it's like we don't really need to see her film individually anymore because I feel like her family story and all that going on has just kind of played out so if anything just to kind of come along for the ride and maybe be a voice of reason I don't want to say involve herself in the drama because Caroline never really put herself in the drama she just kind of worked with what she got what she got so I don't know it definitely would be interesting to, th to say the least so moving on from that, I do have some Twitter drama and just social media drama from former friend of Kim D, who is clapping back at Teresa, who called her a sewer rat during part two of the New Jersey reunion. So Kim D, who has had many appearances on the series, took to Twitter to call out and respond to Teresa over her shady diss. The first, tweet the first tweet read, Back at you, at Teresa Judice. Who is calling who a sewer rat? Who went to jail and the way it looks with all your bragging and the company you keep? Seems you haven't learned any lessons. Clink, clink. Uh, another, t another tweet that she said was, You are the last person on this earth to be calling people names. The truth will all come out again. Another tweet um, to Teresa was, You are the gutter rat. Keep bragging. Seems you haven't learned any lessons. Remember, the truth will always come out. Another tweet was, what do you call a person who lets her, who lets dogs die on her property? I think this needs to come out. You are soulless. I am not holding back anymore. <laughs> she also released a statement in response to Teresa's reunion disc via her publicist. The statement was released on the publicist's official Instagram page, and it read, for immediate release, official statement from our client Kim D. from New Jersey. The post began with, Andy Cohen referred to an article last night at the Rio Housewives of New Jersey reunion entitled, Kim D. Alleges, alleged, new man, alleges new man Louis Rulas has a dark past. He then asks Teresa Judice for her reaction. Melissa Gorga instantly shakes her head in apparent disappointment. Instead of Teresa defending her boyfriend, she simply insults Kim D. and calls her a sewer rat. Next question. Kim D.'s official response to this blatant disrespect Teresa is in no position to be calling people names. She should stop all her bragging. Unfortunately, she has not learned her lesson. I always stood behind everything I've said, Kim said in a statement, and as everyone has watched throughout the years, everything I have said was true. Melissa can keep shaking her head. We all know you and Teresa can't stand each other. Please. That was a ridiculous and ignorant thing for Teresa to say. There will be a lot more truths coming out about both of them. And that was the end of the statement. I don't really care for Kim D, so I don't really feel like it's worth my time to comment on it. I just figured I'd let you guys know what's going on on Twitter. <laughs> That's actually it for New Jersey, so I'm going to move over to New York because New York has pretty much started all their press. So Heather Thompson reveals the reason why she decided to stop filming for season 13. And I don't really remember if I talked about this in depth, but we are going to dive into it now. So I believe this was an interview with entertainment tonight where heather has this is a quote from her she said i didn't even get a chance to breathe really nobody else made me feel that way so heather said she was supposed to appear throughout all of the season all of the season in a friend of the housewives role but pulled out after a few episodes because of all the drama between her and leah she said i keep getting kind of railroaded by one of the new girls on the show who just has her own agenda she also speculated that Leah gave her a hard time because she had preconceived notions about her as a former fan of New York. She said she basically formed an opinion by her fandom of the show. Leah was a fan of the show, watching the show throughout 
through my edited character. That's what I think it was. I was bound and hung by her because of how she interpreted my character on the show years ago. The news comes after sources reveal that Heather stopped filming um, the series due to her feud with Leah. So, I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, I just... Heather... I feel like it would take a lot for Heather to stop filming because at the time... The times that Heather was on, I don't really feel like she... I mean, she was... She wasn't afraid to, like, say her mind or anything. I don't know if maybe she's just in a different place in her life right now and she's just not... I just don't see why you would come back as a friend and... I mean, I, I can't really... I don't know how to really talk about this yet because we haven't really seen it going on and I'm it's crazy that they're doing all this press on something that we haven't even seen yet but I guess we will have to kind of wait and see I'm definitely going to talk about it on my New York reactions but I'm just sharing some of these interviews that I have seen so I do have some more social media um tea for you regarding New York Leah recently called out former New York housewife Carol Radziwell after she apparently blocked Leah on social media so she captioned a screenshot that showed she can no longer see Carol's profile after being blocked and said, This is so weird. I've never uttered a word about her ever, but I do have a question for her. How is the sex child trafficking bestie Gizlange doing? <laughs> so Carol and Giz, Gizlane Maxwell, who is awaiting her November trial date for allegedly procuring underage girls for multimillionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> were once photographed at an event together in 2007. Um, so... In February of 2020, on The Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald, Carol explained that she and Maxwell were friendly in the early 2000s, but hadn't spoken in over a decade. Carol also shared that the um, or that Maxwell set her up with Prince Andrew, but she said she only met Epstein once. Epstein? Epstein? I don't know. Casually at a party. Um, she said when I knew her, she was dating someone else, and Jeffrey was her ex-boyfriend that she was still very close to. The shady post comes after Leah found herself feuding with Carol, former cast member and bestie of Heather Thompson, who returned this season on New York. Following the episode, Carol shared an art photo of Audrey Hepburn from the film Breakfast at Tiffany's via her Instagram. She captioned the post, I'm hearing I should do another podcast with Heather. Heather recently returned to New York for a guest appearance, obviously, but stopped filming during all the antics. So um, during this past week's episode the ladies called out heather over the comments she made on her podcast in which she alleged that luann used hard drugs while on a cash trip and i kind of talked about this on the um new york reaction so basically that's the tea i don't really know why carol blocked leah i'm assuming it's just you know she just doesn't want to hear from her or whatever but i don't really see what that does in reality <laughs> So moving on from that, I have a recent interview on the podcast Behind the Velvet Rope with David Yontef, where Luann was asked which former cast members she would like to see back on New York. And she responded by saying, I'd love to see Tinsley come back. And then she also said, sorry, that's my dog. Um, <laughs> she also said, oh, gosh, well, listen, I'd love to see Tinsley. I'd love to see Aviva come back. And she also said that she would like to see OG cast member Jill Zarin back. Um... She said, I'm always happy to see Jill Zarin. And she added, we all have to be on the journey that we're on. And, you know, I think God knows I've had many, many issues with men. It's always about a man. If it's not a pirate, it's another marriage. So it's about the rebound. It's about picking yourself up when things happen to you that aren't always positive. That's one of the reasons why I like Luann is that's what I feel like she's always done. She's always looked at everything 
um, very positively, and I feel like she's definitely worked on herself a lot since season one. She's definitely the most evolved cast member on New York, I would say. But, um, I mean, she's definitely frustrating at times, especially with all this going on with Ebony currently. However, I just feel like she's been on the best journey on New York, in my opinion. So, moving on from New York, I'm going to close off today with Potomac. I have just a few updates to share with you. So, Giselle did a recent interview with The Breakfast Club on May 28th. And she confirmed that she and Jamal have tried, but they called it quits after trying to rekindle their romance. She said, there's an update, there's a plot twist. So Jamal and I were working on us getting back together and being back together, but he lives in Atlanta. I live in Maryland. With the pandemic, we just realized it's just not the right time. It's just not going to work. Right now, I am footloose and fancy free. I am single. I am enjoying my hot girl summer, spring, winter, and fall. So despite ending their romance... Giselle makes it clear that she and Jamal will always have love for one another. And she said, Jamal will always be in my life. He's the father to all my kids. We've been together and in each other's lives for 25 years. He is one of the best friends. He is one of my best friends and I to him. I don't know anyone more than I know Jamal Bryant. So in the season six trailer, which Bravo released earlier, a couple, I think it was last week, Giselle is seen discussing her relationship with Jamal, where she revealed to her bestie Calixto Blunt, that the pandemic was the reason why their romance is falling apart. I don't really know if it's the pandemic necessarily. I feel like they just, he was never really, you know, committed to moving back to Potomac. So, or to Potomac at all. So I don't really feel like that, you know, was, I, I personally don't, didn't feel like that was going to work, but um, it's not really a big surprise to me. So this isn't really tea, but Karen has been posting about the newcomer Mia Thornton. She took to her Instagram to tease what we are what we can expect from Mia while she praises her new co-star. She posted a picture of them together and said, "A boss meeting a boss at Mrs. Mia Thornton. I me- oh, Mrs. Mia Thornton and I meeting for lunch before she officially became the next uh, Real Hostess of Potomac housewife. I am so excited to introduce you to all uh, I'm so excited to introduce you all to my friend Mia. Sorry, I don't know why I can't speak. She is a real one. She's funny, she's smart, and has a heart of gold. Welcome aboard, my friend. Now let's take them on the ride of their lives through season six, Potomac. God, her grammar is like terrible. I'm like trying to like read her post. So um, everything's pretty tight-lipped. I don't really know much about what we're going to expect from Mia, but I'm excited to meet somebody new on Potomac. So here's just some quick tea for you guys. There's not much information right now, but Giselle is addressing her alleged feud with her co-star, Dr. Wendy, and explains why she decided to unfollow her on social media. So obviously fans started speculating when they unfollowed each other that there was drama that was going to be on the show, and then we saw the trailer, and yes, there was drama. So Giselle said, I did unfollow her. Wendy is one of our newer ladies. How can we describe her? That's why I unfollowed her, because she's just not that interesting. I was scrolling through, and I just thought, this don't look interesting, so I I just unfollowed. Um, so as seen in the Season 6 trailer of Potomac, it appears from the teaser that Giselle brought up cheating rumors about Wendy's husband, Eddie, but according to Giselle, she did nothing wrong. Shocker. <laughs> she said, there's a lot of things she thought I did that I did not do, and that the, and that is the reason why she thought I did... Oh, and the reason why she thought I did it is because typically I do very shady things and I own it, right? But I didn't come at it with a shady perspective. It was out of concern for her, like, what's going on in her life? I don't know about that. Giselle really never has concern for anybody unless it's her kids. So I don't know about that. I guess we're going to have to wait and see. But um, 
I mean, Giselle has always been shady, so I have a feeling I'm probably going to take Wendy's side on this, but I don't want to speak too soon, so I will guess we'll have to stay tuned. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of After RT. I hope you enjoyed it. Not a whole lot going on this week in press other than um, Erica and Tom, I heard, are getting their own documentary, which will premiere on ABC and Hulu uh, for us to watch. And I'm assuming that's just going to be covering all the drama going on with their divorce and all the legalities of that. So stay tuned for that. I believe that airs on June 14th, if I'm not mistaken. So here's your flash filming update. Atlanta is hasn't started filming yet and ha- does not have a confirmed cast yet. Beverly Hills airs on Wednesdays and Dallas has been renewed and has not yet started filming. Miami will be coming really soon. Um, they have a semi-confirmed cast. I think I've talked about that sometimes with you guys. New Jersey will start filming, I believe, next week and everybody is returning plus they are trying out one to two new girls as friends and a potential full-time. Um, new York is still airing on Tuesdays. Orange County is still on a hiatus. Potomac will be airing July 11th, sorry. And Salt Lake City will be airing probably sometime in the fall. They have wrapped filming for season two, but I'm assuming they're going to be waiting for New York and Beverly Hills to kind of slow down. I'm sure it'll air somewhere close to where Potomac is airing late summer, early fall. So that is your flash filming update. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. If you have any news to share, feel free to message me so I can talk about all your favorite tea. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.